4: Radio, radio, radio. The NFL, a game is canceled. Could be cause for alarm. Hall of Fame game. No, no, no.
5: Yeah, the NFL announced earlier today the cancellation of the annual Hall of Fame game between the Cowboys and the Steelers that was set for August 6th. They've also postponed the Hall of Fame ceremony.
4: Here is the key question. Is this cancellation a sign of increased pessimism about playing football? Right? Is this due to the recent... COVID trend lines. Now, many in the media, I'd say about half, maybe a little less, believe that to be the case. It's like, uh-oh, here we go. If if we have a season, a lot of cause of more pessimism, more doubt, lack of certainty, I don't think that's what it is. What I believe it is, and I want to get your take, Jonas, is I believe this is, in general, The NFL doesn't like all these preseason games, specifically this year, with every game being a risk. Why would you want to risk preseason games? And I believe that because of this pomp and circumstance and ceremony around the Hall of Fame game, it needed to be announced earlier. And thus, we're getting it now. And it's coincidental that the COVID trend lines have gone up in a way that that may have exceeded what people expected. What do you think it is?
5: Yeah, I totally agree. I think if we were already talking about cutting the preseason in half, it wouldn't have made any sense to play a Hall of Fame game and then skip to weeks three and four of the preseason. I think this is just the first domino to fall. And if they are going to cut the preseason in half, this shouldn't be that much of a surprise.
4: And remember, if you the team plays the Hall of Fame game, they have five yep. preseason games. This is an this is an extra one. So, what I would say is it'll be inter- I guess it will. The teams that were scheduled to play usually get an extra week of practice, and yep. and there's advantages in a way, but obviously not applicable here. Now we mentioned R.J. Bowe straight out of Vegas. We mentioned the idea that. What is the consensus of the current COVID numbers? Because by definition, media is going to be sensational. Now, you would hope they stay within the truth, right? Sensational, that's true, I can deal with. But if you give them the truth and there's a sensational angle, they're going to take that angle. In fact, they should, right? They're a business. So I get it. So you're seeing a lot of headlines right now you know, biggest day in history of COVID-19 in California or whatever. And all that's, as far as I can tell, objectively true. But I do not believe there's a consensus out there right now. And there's exceptions. But in general, amongst the experts, there is not a consensus that you know these spikes are you know out of bounds of what we expected and it's a cause of pessimism. So not only don't I think the NFL's decisions are based upon that for the Hall of Fame game, but rather I believe that there is not even a consensus there's cause to make a different decision. As you and again this is just observation As you've read things, would you agree with that?
5: Yeah, I also think I take any criticism of the NFL going forward with anything this offseason with a grain of salt because we've seen enough people be critical of the NFL for even starting free agency on time. I mean, even something that was non-contact, the NFL went through with it and they got ripped for it. The NFL put on a virtual draft and there were people that were skeptical about that as well, too. Uh, The fact that the NFL is canceling this, I don't think it's a, a referendum or an indictment on the league saying, okay, maybe we were wrong. I just think they're taking no. the, the proper precaution. But people have been out to get them all off season.
4: Yeah. And, and again, this feels political in a way. Yeah. And that, you know, you've got the, the wokest of the woke. The <laughs> NBA is, 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 is going to be the league that does it their way. And the funny thing is, and you, you kind of get why if you're not, if you're actually on the conservative side, And about half the country is, right? Is if you are, not on Twitter necessarily, but if you are, you can see how, like, wait, the NFL was supposed to be, you know, our league, but if you look at it, it's far from. You know, the president's position or, or, you know, most of the Republicans doesn't mean the leagues are obligated to do that. But it feels like it's a matter of how liberal, how progressive, whatever words you want to use, are these leagues more than which one's conservative? Because, you know, you can be relatively conservative because you're moving closer to 50, the 50th percentile, let's say. But obviously the NFL is not conservative like Republicans are doesn't mean there's has to be. It just means you can see sometimes where middle America feels left out of a lot of these conversations. You're not left out.
0: Straight out of Vegas!
3: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter.
0: Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW Show. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW, CRSHOW,
3: only on DraftKings Pick 6. Terms and conditions apply. Baseball time,
4: baby. Let's talk some baseball.
5: Yeah, and Major League Baseball is back, RJ. They will be coming back. They are going to be starting up in late July. July 23rd and 24th is the season that start date is projected by many insiders around the league. But you have the Astros and the Cubs, with Houston most notably talking about the idea of having some fans in attendance for their home games.
4: Now, this is fascinating. I took Logic 150 at Ohio State, I still remember, it was symbolic logic. So the theory was you didn't even need words, right? You could use equal signs or you know greater than signs and uh, convey a logical argument. We're going to have some fun with that because there's two possibilities here with the Cubs and Astros talking about fans. Because coincidentally, one of the main reasons they were looking for concessions was there wasn't going to be any fans. So was this a matter of, of the teams that are planning this not disclosing it in bad faith, saying, oh, we need concessions because there's not going to be any fans. Oh, by the way, here's the plan to have fans. Doesn't mean it's going to happen, but it's interesting that it wasn't discussed before. Could be bad faith before the contract was finalized. Or even more interesting, Jonas, I think, it could be a reaction to the agreement. That it's desperate. That it's so bad that we've gotta react in that way by saying, let's try to force some fans in here because otherwise we're gonna go broke. Right. What do you what's your gut feeling on is, is this co- you know, was this caused by the agreement? Was this just hidden, or maybe a combination? What's your gut feeling?
5: I think this is a reaction. I think teams are now looking around, going, okay, this isn't really ideal for us. We're playing 60 games. We're going to lose a ton of money. If we can get back any money and we can let fans in at limited capacities, and look, it's, you know, these ballparks are what, 30,000, 40,000 seats? So if they're thinking to themselves, all right, if we can just get a third full and we can get 10,000 in there, then at least we can get something back. I don't think this was premeditated. I think this was just Major League Baseball and some owners saying, all right, now that we have that out of the way and we know we're going to lose money, how can we get some of it back with a 60-game season?
4: Well, we've got the evidence. Houston's owner, Jim Crane, said the following. This is a quote. Only thing we have to do that can counter the team's revenue losses is get some people in the building and sell some tickets, some merchandise, some cold beer, whatever, whatever. They'd like to have now let's do to close our symbolic logic here, but with words, the great negotiation of the players. And let's be honest, the union did an amazing job in this negotiation. Yeah. The great negotiation leads to the owners getting a tough deal, a deal that they are having trouble reconciling in their minds as being okay. So they're pressing, and I'm saying this is possible, maybe likely they're pressing they're saying, we got to get some fans in there. In fact, we just read the quote. But what does that mean? The fans are going to be exposed, potentially, and thus the health of the fans will suffer. Why? Because the damn players did so well in the negotiation, Jonas. You see how that circle closes? <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. And so now you can pin it <laughs> on the players. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, players it's another one,
4: Nah, but it's kind of <laughs> funny. It's the old butterfly effect, right? but but really it seems like that i mean let's be candid isn't the Houston guy pretty much saying we wouldn't bother with this if it weren't for such a bad deal?
5: Yeah, the, there's only one meaning to the word counter. And yeah, it's, yeah. you know, you're doing something in return. So so this is all that they could do in return. I wonder if there are only going to be a limited number of teams that are going to be able to have fans in their ballpark, do those teams now automatically have a, a leg up, so to speak, on the competition just based on the fact that they do have somewhat of a home field advantage?
4: Or could it be that when the – health of the fans starts to suffer that it becomes such a a a morale killer for the team (laughs) i mean i know i mean we just got to stay tuned
3: (laughs) be sure to catch live editions of straight out of vegas weekdays at 6 p.m eastern 3 p.m pacific
1: up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any Graduate Hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at GraduateHotels.com. What's up? I'm John Wall.
5: And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six Man of the Year,
4: To me, this Zion stuff really pulls back the curtain on something when it comes to a money grab.
5: Yeah, a, a Pelican source told ESPN that Zion is going to surprise a lot of people, that he's going to shock some people, quote unquote, with the way that he's kept himself in shape during the quarantine.
4: But then ESPN had some people on background, I think is my understanding, talking about saying, but no, no. We did not reverse engineer the playoff plan to get Zion in. Did you see that?
5: Uh, yeah, that's been going around that they've tried to claim that this wasn't part of the overall plan of attack and wasn't part of this overall I anybody who who thinks logically understands that this was a way for them to try and get Zion in and then when you've got the comparisons being made uh, to Michael Jordan versus the Celtics in 1986 and the potential of matching up against LeBron in the first round of the playoffs it, it seems pretty obvious to me
4: though I don't think anyone from the NBA wants to bring up Jordan in year two. If we recall back to he had, you know blew out his foot and it was like he was going to be out for the season and then they say there's a 10% chance you'll never play again. He said, I don't care, I'm going to play and puts up 63 <laughs> against Bart. I don't think we want to necessarily <laughs> compare Kevin Durant to that right now. But, and again, let's be fair, the mythology on that, even with a documentary, is going to be you know, juiced up a little bit probably, but I, it's probably pretty close. Right. So here's what I'm going to say unequivocally is this NBA decision with the playoffs, how they re, or um, designed it. Right. Is in my opinion, it might well be. And I mean, I'm saying I don't see any clear alternative that's bigger. The biggest, most obvious money grab in the history of U S sports, Now, you might say, that seems strong, RJ. Okay, let me make the case quickly. It's going to be compelling. When is the last time, and this is a rhetorical question, when is the last time that who won didn't matter as opposed to, say, in a uh, standings like top eight, right? Who's in the top eight? But instead it's, well, it's the top eight plus if anyone's within this certain range, we're then going to do something else. Like we're going to act like it's a tie. So anything within four games or four and a half is going to be a tie. So, Jonas, you're a borderline historian of sports. Can you recall that?
5: Uh, Yeah, that's never happened.
4: Okay. So literally for the first time since eighth grade wrestling meets where they have the pigtails or maybe there's something there. But in professional sports or even college that I can think of, it's, it's not about winning or losing or being ahead in the standings. There's like a handicap, like in golf. All right. So you might say, RJ, that's a pretty good point. If there's something that's never happened before. But why? Why were they so worried about Washington getting in? Because if Washington wasn't competitive for the eighth spot, nobody was. Thus, the top eight set. If you're playing with no home court advantage, jockeying for position doesn't really mean a lot. So why would these teams, the eight teams in the playoffs, even play the eight games left, right? So they had to find a way to make it make sense for the East to play. The only way they could do that is say, well, hey, we got to be fair to Washington. In order to be fair to Washington, quote, unquote, fair, in order to make it viable for them to play, they first and not only had to break a rule that no league has ever broken, which is you're either in the top eight or you're not. Right, or top X or, or not. There's never been a handicap. But then they thought, okay, let's be honest. We're screwing Orlando here, so we better make it up to them. So let's do something. might be a bit unusual. Let's have a series, but the series, each team has to win a different number of games. Jonas, historian, sports historian, when has that ever happened before?
5: Yeah, that's never happened either.
4: Okay. So, literally, to get these games in, <laughs> they literally had to break two rules that spanned, as Tony Soprano would say, time in memoriam. As far back as we can remember, there's, in recorded history, it's never happened before. Okay. Seems like a money grab to me. Because why were those eight games so important? Because to get to 70 in those local TV deals was a big, big deal. Right? So... Here's the closer. The second leading scorer for the team that they were supposedly protecting, Washington, <laughs> Davis Burton, and he's competitive for the most improved player of the year, literally said, you know, I'm skipping this. And you might think, okay, well, Avery Bradley did for, his, you know, his family. So what's the cause, Davis? What's the rationale? Ah. I think I'm going to get a big contract. It's a contract year. I don't want to risk getting hurt. So literally a key player on the team that you're supposedly doing all of these shenanigans for gymnastics to give them a chance. Don't care enough to even have their key players play. <laughs> Biggest money grab ever. What do you yeah, think?
5: I'm trying to think of what the I'm trying to think. Is there anybody ever taking a fight knowing they were just going to? I mean, God, I guess McGregor would may, maybe be in the conversation. <laughs> um, Larry Allen, look, that might be in the conversation for the contract he got after the fact. But no, this is this is all about money. Um, I think anybody who tries to say you know this is about doing the right thing and anything else, I just I don't see it. To go to this extent to try and get something done, it has to be worth it financially, and that's why the NBA is doing it.
4: Uh, no doubt and i don't blame them if they would have just came out and said it right and and i'm i'm just a believer in that if they would if if silver commissioner silver would have came out and said listen guys obviously part of this is about money you know playing the sport itself is right so we need to get 70 games and they could couch it as we owe it to our tv partners and you know what for some of these teams, it's going to be like a preseason game, right? But what we know is coming in the playoffs, everyone's going to be ready. Now, that's actually – I mean, I convinced myself when I was saying it right there. I mean, I did. It's like there's a, that's a compelling point. And do you really think the fans going to these games don't know that? So it's like why not just be honest? To me, the disingenuousness is the problem. And you know what else is the problem finally? Is that the media? I mean, I I don't want to say I don't like when people act like they're the only one saying something. Not naming any names, just saying. Is, is, I have not heard this very much. I mean, I have not heard harsh criticism of the, the East, especially which is where I think it's deserved. Have you?
5: No, I not a lot. I think people are just. And I
4: think the I think the NBA. Well, it's knows not about is, people, Jonas. It's about the media that's being paid a lot of money to comment.
5: But I think the NBA, I think Major League Baseball, they know that once sports comes back, we're going to be so happy to have it that nobody's really going to be critical of how it's put together. But and what I about all this
4: time now? Where everyone's trying to figure out what to talk about? Seems like a good chance to be critical.
5: Yeah, but then something else pops up, and we everybody. Or jumps maybe on they
4: it. love Adam Silver.
5: Yeah, there's that, too.
4: I mean, mean, he can't do any wrong. And I love some things about Adam Silver, too. Remember, and I've said this a few times, I'll say quickly, he wrote an op-ed in the New York Times that started the ball rolling with legalized gambling. He said, we're in daily fantasy. It's hypocritical to act like it's different than gambling. And it really made a difference. So thank you, Commissioner Silver. Please tell us the truth on this one. (laughs) I don't think we're going to get that.